Salutations, dear listeners. This is Boneyards and Boo Jumps, an 1879 RPG actual play podcast. Part 4 In the Cards. Twenty-first of January, eighteen eighty. Madame Truffini. Through mutual acquaintances, I have come to understand you are seeking Lady Blessington's crystal ball. I have good knowledge on its whereabouts, which I am willing to part with for a fair price. Please come see me at your convenience, and we shall discuss further. J. G. Morrison, four seven seven A Liverpool Road, London. Chapter 1. The Gambler Madame Truffini, I would say maybe you're at your... What do you call your place anyways? Is it a shop? I have been staying with Amos for the last three weeks, given my state when I came back was not the best for being on my own. Yes. Right. You need care. You are now a dwarf, but you're an injured dwarf because you just suddenly transformed. And that's got to be painful. Oh, yeah. And I was, like, literally just wearing his coat because I had no clothes that fit me. Yep. (laughs) So I have been staying at Amos's shop, though I suspect now that that it's been three weeks, I'm up and moving around again. So I would have been able to go back home to collect collect my mail or whatever. Yeah. You probably had a few visits from Dr. Winter to get some help uh, with the whole LGF problem. Growing uh, pains. Shrinking pains. More like it. <laughs> well, you said it, I, I didn't. I went down in some ways and grew in other ways. That's true. You did grow out a little bit and you got a stronger back now. And I have a magnificent female beard. Yes. I have a lady beard. Yes. Um, so you think you would get your, you would pick up your mail on a regular basis, maybe now that it's been yeah. three weeks? Yeah, I yeah. would definitely be having my, and even before that, I would have been having my mail picked up for me. Yeah. Yes. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> of poor, course. Poor, poor Thomas has been looking after me. <laughs> nice. We're, we're, okay, so where do you think you are when you get this um, letter? I'd be, you know, I'll probably be sitting at, you know, the, the tea table at Amos's. Okay, and you're checking your mail. Yeah. And yeah, so what do you do with this? Uh, so I'm just sitting there, probably at like the shop, just because company is nice right now. While he's working away on something and be reading through my mail. Oh, oh, oh my, Amos. Yeah. I think we're gonna a possible trip. Oh. And I'll just hold up Terminal. the letter. Where? Where? Uh, well, first off, just to. Uh, Liverpool Road. I'm not really sure exactly where beyond that. I have to get that information from a Mr. Uh, J. G. Morrison. Uh, I'm guessing that doesn't ring any bells. Uh, might as well roll. Actually, both of you roll knowledge of. Jeez, uh, we'll go with. Um, what kind of knowledge skills do you each have in terms of uh, like social knowledge? I have occult and legends and fairy tales. Roll occult. Okay. I have, uh, I have streetwise and <laughs> wild animals. How about streetwise? Yeah, roll, roll streetwise. Might require an extra success to get anything, but seven and ten. So, uh, yeah, I think. Okay, so two angles. Uh, Almos, you 
think you've heard of the last name Morrison. Um, there was a Morrison um, kind of famous court case, you think? It rings a bell? You don't know what it was. It's something that was in the papers in the last, I don't know, decade or so. It just rings a bell. Uh, this Morrison. Just like, hmm, I wonder if it's related to that. Uh, Madame Trefini on a seven. Um, that is enough actually for you because this is an occult-ish thing that um, I think uh, you know from maybe your background of researching the Lady, Lady Blessington's crystal ball that you believe the individual uh, who owned it was last name Morrison. Okay. So this checks out but you're not sure that they'd be someone who you know uh, it may be this individual isn't alive anymore or something because yeah. like why would they just be selling this crystal ball this could potentially be maybe a member of a family or yeah perhaps um and i'm just uh, curious right off the bat um what is uh madame trefini's interest in the crystal ball well it's because of you know, because of its nature, her like she's just recently into the truth of it. Like she's actually able to do real things with spiritual stuff. So she's she's curious. She wants to like she's curious because it suggests that it might actually be a real one, something real, unlike you know just the shystery stuff she used to do before everything happened. Okay. Um, and of course, also because owning it could you know boost her status a bit. Okay. What, what do you think she has heard about it in terms of like its um, its specific allure in this case? Um, just sort of like the standard rumors and little bits and bobs that get posted in papers and so forth. So okay. not she doesn't know like everything there is out there about it. Of course. Okay. Okay. She I knows like some one. of the little. She knows the rumors and that what's been said about it. Okay. So my take on that is going to be that she is not up to date in the knowledge about this thing, but has heard things about this thing previously. Yes. You, you are not fully up to date on what's what, what happened after a certain point with this crystal ball, but you heard it was once an interesting yeah. thing. And maybe you're like, hey, I haven't heard about this thing in a while. I wonder where it is. Yeah. She's so. done like the little bits and, and pieces. So she knows like the name Morrison for okay. having owned it, but nothing concrete yet. Okay, cool. She has been um, rather busy lately. Yeah. <laughs> Where is Jacoby these days? I'm wondering. Um, well, you said it's been like three weeks since our last one, right? Yeah. I would say, honestly, he's probably, uh, once he knew Miss uh, Madame Trefini was all right, he traveled back to take care of his grandfather for, I don't know, a week, week and a half or something. And... Yeah. Um, once it was uh, once Amos sent word that his project was done, he would be coming back to pick up his guns that Amos made him. Oh, that's perfect. Yeah, so uh, one one little adjustment to that is probably it's you're probably just helping your grandfather out because remember he transformed into an elf um, mm -hmm. and L from LGF and I was actually quite young now at the age of 90 for an elf they lived to like 300 or so of course mm -hmm. you know he only recently discovered that fact so he's actually seeming quite healthy uh, but uh, maybe getting you to help uh, clean the place up because he's considering selling it and doing something else with his life 
considering he's, he's got so he, much life to do. Yeah, he's got so much life now. But yeah, he, he just went, he went back after their last weird adventure. They wanted to see <laughs> how he's doing and, you know, probably get his head on straight. Yeah, yeah. A lot of strange things happen last time. Yeah, he, he's probably still coming to terms that he has about how, you know, he has his, you know, what his human age was before he transformed left in life. So that's always going to be fun. Yeah, I think if you want to, you can set a scene where you maybe knock on the door of Amos's shop um, after Madame Truffini got the letter, but before they decide to act on it, maybe. Yeah. Convenient. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, you, you hear this dunk, dunk. Thomas, the door! And Thomas goes over and opens the door to see who's there. It is your favorite snark. Um, he'll, Thomas will motion you to come inside and Good he'll you, offer Thomas. to take your jacket. <laughs> oh, and it's he, snarky claws? Uh, no, madam. It, and she uh, just like grins. Oh, oh, you were jesting. Oh, right, right, right. And he'll go and hang up the coat. He? Uh, if you don't mind. And he it's will a, putter my off chili out right now. Yep, he'll putter off to the back and get tea ready. Ah, Jacoby, you do have good timing. Do I, Madam Drupal? I just got a letter. It may possibly lead us on an adventure. Who knows? Or it could be very simple and I just get the thing, buy it right outright. <laughs> and uh, you'll, you'll actually see Amos is back there working in the thing. And Rob, do you want to do a perception roll for him? Oh, for... Yeah. Uh, for who? <laughs> for Percent. Jacoby. For the, oh, uh, yeah. So, yeah, yeah. Jacoby, roll a perception. Because there's some weird stuff going on here. Oh, good. Weird stuff. Oh. All right. Perception. Some stuff that would be surprising to you, at least, if you do. You Ooh, 17. Yep. Holy, oh. yeah, 17. So, yeah, you see what you what Amos is doing. So, Amos, what are you doing? Uh, so, Amos is over on the side, and he is working on a firearm. Uh, it looks to be some kind of rifle. And he's got one hand on the stock, and he's adjusting the uh, chamber with another hand. And then you actually watch a piece of metal come over from the workbench, and it gets inserted while he's holding it with his two hands. Now, that seems like a new trick. <laughs> uh, does does it look like Amos is in the zone or something? Because he, he doesn't want to shout out and startle Amos. Uh, as much as usual when he's working on firearms. Fair enough. This seems like second nature to him. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, I think Just Jacob... Just will... Don't worry. Yeah. Amos, good to see you again. I'll uh, nod in his direction as I'm finishing up what I'm doing. Uh, he'll nod back and take a seat uh, once he's been given permission by the lady. And course, go, please, please, sit, have tea. Uh, Thomas is getting me a cup. So Excellent. You, uh, you said you got a letter about something you was looking for. Yes, Lady Blessington's crystals, crystal ball. It's just a little trinket I've been wonder wondering what happened to. Perhaps I can get my hands on it. You know how uh, little a trinket we talking here. Oh, you know, it's a seeing a seeing crystal. She sort of like makes a shape with her hands, like as if she's like moving her hands over a crystal 
globe. Right. You know. Like the one you, you might use in your fortune telling, if yes. I'm not mistaken. Absolutely, and this one has a history. It would uh, be so wonderful to have. So at this point, Amos has done what he's doing, and he starts stopping over. Ch- uh, Thomas, T! And you hear from the back, on its way, sir! Nice. You don't... And he stumps down and sits on a chair. <laughs> y- you think in this crystal ball might have some kind of extraordinary properties? Well, if the rumors are true, it does. Hmm. I'm guessing these rumors... Be- I'm guessing mm-hmm. these rumors existed before Looking Glass Fever was a thing. Yes. And you thinking maybe Looking Glass Fever might have changed it as it changed us? It, everything is possible these days, dear. <laughs> Fair enough. Indeed. Then might I take that note and apply it to your... We would be so lucky to just be able to buy it outright. <laughs> of course. But still, we can all... A girl can always hope, right? Fair enough. Thomas, Thomas brings in tea and sets it out. There's some scones and stuff in there. And then he silently just kind of like walks back into the back room. Jacob, we will give a polite nod and go, Ooh, nibbles. I'm a my, uh, famished. <laughs> Ladies first, of course. Why, thank you. And she applies a healthy portion of clotted cream to her scones. Uh, tea with sugar and milk, a scone with jam and clotted cream for himself, and Jacoby's going to sit back and relax. So I'm hoping we can just shortly get going. It's not bad calling hour right now. It's just here in London. You notice Thomas goes over to uh, the door and is... Um, he looks a little quizzical, um, like he heard something or something over there. And he steps outside for a minute and comes back in and says, uh, Sir, there is a uh, calling card here. Oh, well, bring it here. Let's see. And um, you see this uh, symbol on the front of the calling card. It is um, this coat of arms. I uh, want everyone who looks at it to roll a knowledge test. Uh, if you happen to have anything about in knowledge tests, then use that. But otherwise, you're just rolling straight perception. Yeah, I um, only have occult and legends and fairy tales. So, hey, Rob. Yep. What, I actually don't have the, uh, knowledge skill. What does the Latin mean? Uh, Amos knows what Latin is. Oh, fuimus. So, yeah. Just a second. We went is the <laughs> translation. And the coat of arms you see is basically two men. Um nearly naked, but they have like um, leaves for loincloths and leaves on their head. They're each clubs. holding clubs around the coat of arms that they're leaning on that has I don't know what mm-hmm. that is. That's um, some kind of dead animal on it. <laughs> it's, like it's just like stand. the animal's like standing on the helm. Yeah. Like maybe some sort of cat. There's a Lion helmet. Thing. Yeah, there is like a lynx or something like that on top. Yeah. There's that on top. That, I mean, in the actual arm itself, I don't know what those uh, symbols are. But. Those are uh, lions rampant. Oh, okay. I'm not sure what those other things are. And it looks like maybe claws? Yeah, it could like be. A paw with claws. I'm just zoomed in there. No, yep. they look like okay. tusks. So, I'm uh, thinking either a boar or an elephant. Mm-hmm. Oh, so yeah, it could be a boar, actually. That would make sense. Okay. It's very small, but yes, it's a boar. Okay. I'll say. And uh, <laughs> Sorry, which knowledge did you want us to roll? Uh, it would be aristocracy if you have it, or just straight perception. Just straight yeah, I rolled perception, straight bro. perception. Did not roll well. 
Yeah. Just Same here. Same here. I mean, sixes and sevens are average, but the average person is probably not going to know. Um, no. Uh, coats of arms that terribly well these days. Ooh, yeah, best I got is cryptography. <laughs> uh, you're thinking this is member of the English aristocracy at the very least. Almost. Fair enough. Um, well, on back of the note, though, there is a uh, on the back of it, there is a note there, though. Oh. Um, it just says knife and baron. Look for the purple man with the plan. Well, I guess we're going to the knife and baron. Um, it does seem like a bit of a mystery. Uh, Thomas, would you be so good as to see if that gentleman is still there? And Thomas goes and looks around and he's like, no, it, um, sorry, sir. The Fair enough. Whoever left this, uh, uh, they seem to scatter quite quickly. I don't know if they had somewhere to be, but maybe they want to meet somewhere else, somewhere safer. I have no idea. Ah, fair enough. Well, uh, I, I guess we could stop at this place and look for the man with the plan. <laughs> All right, then. <laughs> All right. So where are, you, where are you headed to first, then? Are you going to go to the Knife and Baron or to J.G. Morrison, Liverpool Road? This seems rather pressing. And you say mine isn't? Um, no. I would never be, never be so rude as to say that. Um, she just laughs. Let's go and solve this mystery first, then. Fair enough. And, uh, Thomas, mind the store. Yes, sir. And he'll stomp out. <laughs> <laughs> he will just basically grabs a, a belt that he has sitting by the door, which has his firearms and some supplies, and out he goes. Uh, does Amos want to maybe give Jacob his? Oh, quite right, quite right. Uh, he runs back in, um, and from uh, there's a little bench on the side. He actually pulls out two uh, black steel revolvers uh, oh. with oak grips. Ooh. And ah, here you are. Excellent. Oh, my good sir, these are amazing. And he's gonna twirl them, flip them, and put him in his um and of course my brain breaks the <laughs> holsters 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 thank you them things the gun <laughs> sleeves during all this madame trefini you know gets up sets her cup down nicely thanks thomas for the tea oh of course shoves stuffs the last of her scone into her mouth cuz it's tasty brushes some crumbs out of her beard and then gets her coat Amos, you would have heard of uh, Knife and Baron. It's actually not too far from the Liverpool Road. It is um, on Furlong Road. I'll uh, I'll call for a cab. All right. Yeah, you're able to get one. I'll say it's probably midday by this point. Uh, no trouble getting a cab. And you can all share that. I just realized also in that scene, you are all boojums too. None mm -hmm. of you are human yep. anymore. Oh, my. Uh, yeah, so let me grab a note here, too. Uh, you're noticing that the... Oh, yeah, you know that the Knife and Baron is... Uh, that's a tavern. Um, maybe I'll get uh, Amos to roll one more just perception, just based on knowledge of London. Or streetwise? Streetwise, that's what I'm looking for. That would actually make a lot more sense. Okay, eight. Uh, be yeah, it's a good success for that. I would say that there is a little bit of infamy um, for this place, and you're pretty sure there's a 
a well-known gambling gambling establishment in the basement there. Oh, right, um, right. And um, if you were so to guess I'm, from this, so what I'm hearing, it's a fun Saturday night. Yes. Yep. Yep. <laughs> if you were to guess, the person you're looking for is probably going to be down there. Uh, considering the upstairs is a bit more, uh, I don't know, a bit more conspicuous. Um, Publicly presentable. Yeah. Yes. Ah. Oh boy. Yes, I remember this one. Um, I shop. It's a. Uh, it's a little. Uh, little rough, if I if I might say. I I would imagine we'll be heading down to the the uh, downstairs. And yeah, you when the the taxi pulls up in this area, you'll notice that yeah, there's a very nice and presentable kind of front entrance, um, but then there's this kind of side entrance that you know is kind of almost like it's hidden away. But you, if you were to watch it, you would notice people just go in and out of there regularly, as if you know it's almost more busy than the normal front entrance, which is probably a nice, fairly respectable tavern in the upstairs. Um, um, Amos will just take a glance in the upstairs just to have a glance in the door just to make sure that there's nobody in purple <laughs> yeah it's pretty quiet up there actually there only seems to be a handful of people because dinner isn't for a while and uh it's kind of the afternoon lull there we'll say it's a weekday so okay as expected and uh he'll lead the way down to the, the back door <laughs> and yeah, he will follow because he has he has a sensation about what's going to happen <laughs> So as you oh, enter he, this, he's fully he's fully expecting to get in a bar brawl. He's looking forward to it too. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely a snark. Definitely a cowboy. That too. So you got two two things against you. Yeah. So you <laughs> you go down the there. You go into the door here, and it actually is very dark here. And there's a set of stairs leading down. You notice that this place has been you think slightly altered. Uh, because it looks like there's been some recent construction to make the uh, to excavate the stairs basically to that that way elevate the ceiling so that taller people can get in here so that boojums can fit in here um, nice. so even though the door is a standard width uh, and height uh, the hallway is much wider and deeper than it should be I will nod my head in approval when I see this <laughs> <laughs> And you hear all, is it three of you? You hear quite a ruckus downstairs. There is a lot of loud noises, um, sounds like people cheering. And then suddenly you hear a, just a huge amount of like, sounds like mostly men cheering and booing at the same time as if maybe there's some game or something down there that uh, somebody won and somebody lost. And a lot of people are a little, you know, upset and some people are very happy. Uh, you can smell there's a lot of smoke uh, in the air. It's very humid. And um, as funny, you enter down funny you to... Should smell, uh, funny you should mention smelling. Can oh, I do yes. a smell perception check? You can because you have better nose now. You have a better I do. Nose. <laughs> uh, so that's a plus two. So that means yeah. two steps to whatever my perception is. So that means yep. eight. Ha <laughs> ha. Yeah, Nine, yeah. So the air, it's thick with both cigar and cigarette smoke. You can tell both uh, is yeah. there. Um, and you also think there's a lot of sweat in the air, too. Um, he's going to look back at Madame Drafini and go, seems like it's a bit of a rowdy place. Lots of smoke and sweat. I don't know if you want to go in or not. I assure you, my dear, I can hold my own. As you say. Right, right. And with that, Amos will lead the way down. 
Okay. Yeah, as you get to the bottom stairs, you notice that, uh, yeah, there's a huge hall down in here. In fact, this place seems probably bigger than the building itself. Maybe this is some kind of underground. Um, there is, on the far side of this um, hall, uh, a penned-in stage with two men, but they're much too big to be human. Uh, and then you see the horns sticking out of both their heads. Uh, so you're going to presume these are trolls. Um, and th you think they're setting up for a boxing or wrestling match. You're not sure what, because there's a whole bunch of people around them uh, watching. And off to one side of the hall, there seems to be some billiard tables. And on the other side, there are some card tables. Uh, and I want everyone to roll perception. Awareness, okay. actually. Ooh, awareness. Totally difference. <laughs> yeah, definitely a difference there. Definitely a difference. Oh, well, that's average. Five. <laughs> that's average. Five for Amos, ten for Jacoby, and Madame Trefini. What do you got? I do have uh, low light vision, if that helps in this. It will actually help a little bit, but uh, it just means you don't get a negative. I think you all have low light vision at this nope, point. heat sight. Oh, heat sight. Oh, that's even better. So no negatives for anyone. Five. Okay, so Jacoby, you would be the first one, I think, to notice because uh, Metatrophini and Amos both have heat sight. That might kind of trickle in for them, like turn on a little bit because this place is a little dark. Whereas you have low light, so you can see colors a bit better mm -hmm. in low light. Um, you're noticing most people are in the kind of typical black and white outfits of the era, uh, and some browns. But you know, people are still slightly formal when they're down here, except for one guy. He's over at the billiards table playing, and he's got a purple bowler hat and a purple shirt. Uh, he's queuing up shots on the billiard table with what looks to be a hurling stick. Um, and he's playing against what you think is a rather large nun, you think. Um, and a closer I, I, inspection I'm sorry. as you. Yep. Nun? <laughs> Yeah, that's what catches your attention. And then you notice that she's got rather sharp looking lower canines protruding and very bushy eyebrows. And you recognize, of course, that she's a snark. Jacoby and, and Madame Trefini and Amos will hear this. It's like, I was not prepared for that sight. And they, 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 you know, as of course they can react off of off of hearing this, but they do hear Jacoby go, I, I was not prepared for that sight. Yeah, that was my comment. Hmm? <laughs> Pats his arm. There, 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 there. Do you want to go you... back upstairs? Is it a little too much down here? And Amos will laugh, because that's funny. <laughs> he just physically, <laughs> gently, of course, turns Madame Trefini's head towards the snark nun. <laughs> well, oh. it did affect, and it, did, it didn't really care what your profession was, my dear. She's playing billiards, Madame Trefini. The whole oh, scene so. is just one thing after another, like a layer cake of surprise and shock. Isn't it wonderful? And as you say that, the uh, the trolls are matching off, and you notice that one of them has pinned the other one down, and all the men are... There's some cheering and some booing, and money is exchanging hands. Lots of coins being thrown around. And That said, Sister Snark is queuing up against he who we seek. Well, and he's going right. to go over towards the billiards table. And uh, Laszlo, um, yeah, you want to describe how you look? Uh, yeah, I am a human with orange locks of hair behind uh, 
why am I having trouble describing you and me? Uh, yeah, I have a <laughs> purple bowler hat with a uh, um, folded up. Uh, dress. It's a purple dress shirt, but it's the sleeves are folded up, wearing gloves. Um, kind of pale, kind of pale, with blue eye, blue eyes, and uh, you know, it like his hair just kind of like naturally goes in the back and sets the locks, so it almost looks like dreadlocks. And uh, wearing just wearing that worker pants with a strange little belt that looks like it has a some kind of pouch on the side. And I, I will say that he is very, being very, he seems, he either knows really what he's doing or he's a complete idiot because he's, I feel like he's, he's <laughs> queuing, he's queuing up the hurling stick behind his back while sitting on the edge of the pool table. Oh, he's doing one of those fancy, okay. And you'll see the, the nun um, who Laszlo knows as Sister Gina uh, kind of sigh as he does that. And uh, I want Jacoby to roll a willpower, I think. Willpower? Maybe, actually, no, charisma. Charisma. Okay. Unless you have something like first impression or something, but I just want to go with Um, that. The best I got is frighten, and that's not something I want to do to a nun. (laughs) (laughs) So straight charisma. Sure. Let's see how badly this mucks up. If I'm okay, I think you uh, just barely stifle staring at her from all of this, and she. Uh, well, how about we just roll a quick. Well, oh yeah, she's 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 got <laughs> sharp eyes. She knows you're staring at her, and have probably even noticed you were commenting on her before. And uh, she looks at you and says, "Ah, you want to put your money where your mouth is, there, lad. Bet on me or bet on him. Either way, you're gonna watch. You gotta pay." He's going to smile and he's going to put hmm, what would be not too much, but not too. I'm, I'm thinking five shillings on the nun. <laughs> nice. And, and he's going to, think- he, you know, um, oh, God, bounce him in his hand. So they clink, put him on the side of the table, goes go with God, sister. Very nice. And uh, Laszlo, do you uh, say anything to these folks who come over? Um, and if you are planning to, do you want to use first impression? Because I believe that was something you have. It is something I do have. I think I'm going to do it. And I think uh, I think Laszlo just kind of looks over and nods. Uh, howdy, folks. You looking for the man with the plan? Or All right. And roll your... Oh, I don't know what your first impression step is, but... Uh, uh, I got it. It's an eight. Yeah. Eight. All right. Roll step eight. It's actually better than this. Wow. Okay. 14. Uh, any, does that not beat anyone's social defense? Uh, extra success on mine. (laughs) Social defense rating is eight for me. Six for me. That's an extra success on everybody. So yeah, your impression of him is going to be going from eventually, I'm going to say not just from that, but I think with some of the information he'll have later, uh, we'll, trigger you to have more of a closer to loyal um, than friendly. Uh, So that takes you up a step from actually, no, that'll take you up a step immediately from neutral to friendly actually, because it's an extra success. So, yeah. He charmed us. Yep. It's not a magical charm in this case. It's just more of he has charisma. He has charm. I like uh, And now Jacob, he's probably regretting his bet. He has (laughs) has flair and he's there. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, but you you 
you always bet on the penguin. I think Lazarus kind of looks around the group and I think he seems he looks like a little confused. And but then I think um, his gaze kind of turns towards uh, yeah, Madame Trudeau. Uh, would you happen to be Madame Shafini? Uh, Why, yes, I am. And she ah. moves forward and holds out her hand. It's a pleasure, I'm sure. She, he nods and holds out her hand. Uh, ah, my, my contact didn't mention some things happen. Uh, it seems. And yes, he even shakes. Recent. Um, who would your contact be? Would be... Um, Ever hear of the Marquis of Alice Berry? Would this be a name I know? Uh, yeah, why don't you roll a, uh, just a straight knowledge. Okay. So, so straight perception. perception. Wow, 17. Okay, you got two extra successes, which means you actually have heard of the Marquess of Alice Berry. Um, as far as you know, this is an elven gentleman. He's known for having built some kind of new estate uh, east of London. And um, as I wonder if there's anything else you would know about him, I'm just trying to think. He is a Boojum and he's an arist- er- nah. He's a Boojum in the aristocracy, so that kind of stands out a little bit. But he is an elf, which are probably the only, probably the most likely Boojum to remain in the aristocracy. Hmm. Interesting. I do. I do know of him, and he sent you to find me, did he? You and, and your friends, uh, he, he he's done some business before, and he wanted me to give you a little invite to a little shindig going down at the uh, the Two Tree Island Estates. They're gonna be having a what was it? And I think he take, I think I think he actually takes out a reaches into his pouch and pulls out. Ah uh, uh, yes, there's going to be an annual Robbie Burns Night Supper that he wished to invite you to. How lovely. Well, we'll definitely be accepting that. Um, that is soon, I think, isn't it? Um, yeah, I think it's... Hmm. Yeah, everyone roll just general knowledge, so perception, because not everyone's going to know that one. I think it's less likely for Jacoby to know, for example. I think I know uh, about it. Yeah. yeah. Madame Trevini knows for sure. So on a 23, uh, you know that this is very specifically a Scottish thing, although some people in the north of England also celebrate it. Um, and it's spreading as a tradition throughout um, the empire uh, a bit lately, and you're not sure why, but uh, that's that's what you know. It's on the 25th of January, about four days from now. Excellent. So there's time. We'll, of course, accept this. So there's we have a bit of time to go and talk to our my correspondents, and then we should probably be packing and moving on. Of course, if you gentlemen want to go as well. Uh, of course. Well, we wouldn't be gentlemen if we didn't accompany you, now, did we? Exactly. And, Laszlo, you hear the nun um, <laughs> clear her throat. <clears throat> your turn. Oh, sorry, we're holding up your game. Do continue. <laughs> and oh, uh, roll a gambling roll. All right, let's see if they look... Wait, out. can he before you yeah, before you yeah, do before you, you can do. use karma on this if you I was want. gonna say you might use wanna use karma. Okay. It is your profession skill. So karma eight. Okay, and this is a contested one, so uh I'm gonna roll for <laughs> the 
Sister Gina. Oh, she cleaned you out. <laughs> she may look like a nun, but maybe it's just a thing she does as a you know a way to please people. And yeah, you you lose this game really badly, actually. Whatever you had on the line, um, it's gone. And Jacoby, you just made a little bit of money. He from I don't know some some sucker who's around who bet against the nun. So I get my five back. Question is, how much more do I get? You get another five. Okay, cool. Uh, we'll say there's some other bystander who's like just throws the money down and walks away and fumes. And uh, Sister Gina makes you know does the cross and uh, and uh, says uh, bless you, my son, and passes uh, over to another table. I feel like this makes sense for for Lasso because he's a gambler, but he's he's much more. He I I feel like he he's better at gambling against people, not for money. (laughs) (laughs) My highest my highest dice is a void roll blow. (laughs) So what do you um yeah what do you do from here? Um, Well, I guess it's time to go to our next engagement. Yes. And Laszlo, you know that you have um, also train tickets for these two. Just a reminder. I was like, oh, yeah, yes. Uh, uh, I also have tickets. This is oh. the whole transaction easier. And, and he, uh, there's also a ticket for you, too, of course. The, yeah. the idea is uh, as an escort. Okay. Yeah. Well, of course we'll be coming with you. I, do you want to stay here or you can come along with us to our next uh, bit of business? We're, we're going to be traveling together on the on the train. I, I think it's a good idea for me to come along, get to know the people I'm going to be spending some time with. That's Fair enough. Yeah. More the merrier. Did, did you introduce your name, by the way, Laszlo? I couldn't remember. Oh, oh, I, like, I think he's. Oh, oh, actually, a part of my matter. Is, uh, he takes off his bowler hat. He um, he presses chest. Goes, uh, Laszlo Richards. Pleasure to be in. He bows. And he sends out the hat. Inside. She, you know, gives him a a rough curtsy. Still getting used to her legs. <laughs> uh, Amos gives a quick bow. Uh, Amos, Blackstone, nice to meet you, sir. Pleasure to meet you, Amos. <laughs> Jacoby Buckleberry, pleasure. You already seem to know my name. I'm Madame Trifini. Pleasure <laughs> to meet you both. I feel like he kind of, to- he actually kind of does like a little toss and kind of like rolls the hat up to his shoulder and elbows it up to his head if that if there's a role I need to do for that and oh yeah you did your your first impression already so this would be a if you have lasting impression you can do that if not this is just more flavor uh, to add to the first impression she just chuckles softly well shall we then fear I'm gonna have this smoke stuck in my beard for days hey Rob um, yeah. Amos is gonna look him up and down, up and down, yeah. and just check and see if he's armed, just so he knows. Oh yeah, the roll of perception. And Laszlo, how obvious is it? If you, uh, do you have a pistol, or is it just? The- uh, I I have a Derringer, but I would also say it's probably very obvious that it is actually not loaded, and I have no signs of any ammo because I can't <laughs> afford it. I, nice. I figure it's something he literally uses for distract. Yep. No, he pulls a gun that he can't use. <laughs> yeah, Amos, you notice he has this Derringer, but it's not actually loaded, and you don't see any sign of ammunition anywhere. Fair enough. 
and he'll uh, he'll start leading the way to the next stop. time, dear listeners. Blessings and good health. Salutations and valedictions for the Boneyards and Boojums podcast are narrated by Jillian. I am coming to you from the Many Realms podcast. We're also an RPG podcast. If you like short, exciting campaigns and one-shots, you can check us out online at The Realmscast or wherever you get your podcasts. Original music for Laszlo the Gambler is by Sean O'Dell. For Creative Commons music credits, please see the episode notes.